welcome to episode 10 of Danger Town. We are a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition real play podcast. Basically, we just play D&D and record it. Does everyone remember what happened last time on Danger Town? It took a while to get there, but uh, quite a bit actually happened. Because the, the whole Dwarven City basically went from being controlled to not being controlled. <laughs> we did it. We're, we're going to get our money, because no one's going to be the wiser. Wait a second, wait a second. That dumb, stupid king freaking died. He, we also, um, as a team, um, stole some poison, wyvern poison, and then replaced it with non-wyvern poison. <gasps> dun dun dun. Uh, essentially, last week, uh, you all decided to go into town uh, and attempt to stop the food from being poisoned. Uh, through some very Scooby-Doo-ish antics, you managed to make that happen. As a result, most of the city appears to have been freed. When you went down to the keep, uh, there was a whole bunch of fighting as uh, the, the wardens were fighting off anybody who was still being controlled. Uh, you went in to go see the king, uh, and the king actually died. Uh, but before he died, he told you to seek the great star. Through Brahm's Sending Stone, uh, Ruby relays directions to you to, to work your way up this long, intricate series of tunnels, and you're, you're kind of spiraling up almost like a staircase. Whoa. Um, and you, you work your way up, and you've gone so far up, it feels like you should be like reaching the surface. Um, and it turns, and you start moving towards what you think would be the city. Um, but you the tunnels just keep going and going and going, and... As, as you continue on, um, you approach what appears to be a finely carved doorway. Uh, you've got these, these two giant stone doors. Not as giant as the, the hundred foot door in the front. Um, but it's, it's about 15 feet tall. It's pretty solid. That's not quite as big of a door, I'm but it's still impressed. a pretty good sized door. Does this door have <laughs> handles? This door does have handles. I'm going to push a handle. I'm gonna pull the other one. I was gonna we'll say see which one works. <laughs> okay, so we got one push and one pull. I will, uh, I will strum my ukulele dramatically. I'm ready to catch anything that With falls out of the dramatic <laughs> ukulele strumming. Swanson oh. pushes, tracks pulls, and the door pulls open. Yes! Damn it! <laughs> Swanson pushes, but it does not. <laughs> oh. Tracks and pulls. <laughs> I and just the motioned to the door, like, after you, and just, like, kind of stare into his eyes. <laughs> yeah, alright, congratulations, you're good at doors. <laughs> you enter a large circular room, uh, and the, the room contains living quarters, a nice bed, a large apothecary desk, uh, it's covered with dried plants and potions, uh, and a great deal of treasure uh, seems to lie on almost every surface, especially there's a large pile of what looks to be gold coins, and rubies and such things uh, to your left. What? Fuck me uh, sideways. Don't I go to the dried touch plants. Anything. <laughs> Don't touch anything. Oh, I love you, what? Karina. What? I love There's some dried plants and just a giant pile of treasure. Oh my god. Dried plants! <laughs> the fucking plants! They don't even know. They need to be watered, and I'm the only person who can do it! So I assume all of you enter the room, right? Oh, we're all up in this room. Yeah. Okay, so the, the door is shut. Huh? No, the desk and the bed and such are on your right. The big pile of treasures on the left. Uh, in in the center, there is the largest diamond you have ever seen. You know, guys, I uh, I, 
I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of shit in my day, but uh, I, I ain't never seen this. Can I get a perception check from everyone? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, I got a six. That that diamond is just drawing my gaze in. I got a thirteen. Apparently, it's drawn all our gazes in. I also got a six. We're not uh, looking anywhere but at that giant fucking diamond. We're I got all a nine. A boo from Aladdin right now. All right. Uh, so the the four of you enter the room, and there doesn't appear to be anything else in this room. And just, you got the giant I diamond. Mean, who in the <laughs> a giant fucking diamond. Who yeah, that's really got your attention. Anything else that could possibly uh, be in this room? Yeah. We fucked. Is the diamond like sitting on the floor? Or is it like suspended, or is it in, like a chalice? So the diamond chalice, is embedded. It's embedded in in the floor and around it. There appears to be a steel ring uh, that's been forged around the diamond, around its midsection. So it looks like about half of it is sticking up above ground, and the other half would be down into the ground. It's it's very much mounted there. Do you want to investigate it a little bit further? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna put my hand on it. <laughs> so we all get teleported. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then we have so, a second tattoo. Trax, you, you walk up uh, and you, you put your hand on this diamond and you look closely at it. Uh, and it's actually incredibly clear, like clearer than any other diamond you've ever seen. Through the diamond, you're actually able to see the city below. Um, and the, the room that you're in is pretty, like, it's it's very dimly lit. Um, so it's, it's not bright at all. And you see at the top of this diamond, which stands, like, right about your head height, if you're on, like, your tippy-toes tracks. Oh, boy. Uh, uh-huh. You can see at the top, there's this uh, another little iron circle. Uh, and there's what appears to be a candle that's been blown out sitting there. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna light one of my arrows on fire and hit it. Can you roll a dexterity check for me? Oh, <laughs> six! Fuck. Oofa doofa. Uh, so you, you shoot your flaming arrow, uh, and it pauses in midair. Whoa! And it, it stands, it, it, it hovers in front of you and sort of turns over and then falls to the ground. Okay, so it's not like a, and in front of you appears a handsome sorcerer. Fuck! Oh Kill him. Got him. Silver fox over got here. Him. Can I get him? Can we get him? Uh, this uh, this sorcerer in his hand holds a dark staff uh, with a red gem embedded in it. Uh, he wears a red cloak and he has this short blue hair and a in a sweet undercut. Uh, and you notice around his neck is an imperial symbol. Oh, man. Kill him. I don't like Do the I, I, I ready, like I ready that axe, uh, he, he drops the arrow to the ground, and he looks at the four of you and says, I could have ambushed you. Consider that an olive branch. I wish to speak to you. Um, okay. I ready that axe, though. What do you have to say? But just know... Just know, I already, I already don't trust you. Just know that. Yeah, that's pretty universal here. Trax, you're pretty close to him because you're right next to the diamond versus yeah. the other three are still pretty close to the door. Yeah. Uh, where are you guys settling? I walk up behind Trax. Well, the minute minute Sorcerer Man appears, I'm definitely taking a few more steps closer. Uh, so, Val, are you kind of sticking behind the group? or Yeah, what are you doing? yeah I'm hanging back. 
Uh, he, he looks at you and he says, My name is Kaldur, and you may be able to guess what I'm doing here, but I don't think you know why. I, I don't want to play guessing games. So you either tell us or, you know, death. Yeah, I got a, I got a backup Mika here, cause frankly, frankly, my friend, we've we've had a hell of a day here. Yeah. So just, could you just cut with the games and just level with us? He, you know, he kind of turns to the uh, pile of treasure and stuff, and he looks back at you and says, "Well, this mine represents quite an interest for the Empire, and when the Dwarves of Red Mountain decided to stop trading." Well, I was. You decided that your personal act. interest was more important than their autonomy. I couldn't hear what he said. You were talking. My interest. The royal you, literally, because, I mean, the prince. Kaldur takes his staff and he uh, kind of fiddles with one, fiddles with the gem uh, with one of his hands, and he says, "Hey, what are you doing there, guy?" I, I really want to try to to talk this out, but my my instinct right now, I, I kind of just want I kind of just want to kill you. That's how I'm feeling about this right now. But uh, I shouldn't be in charge, so you know. If you kill me, you may be killing everyone in Terawan. What does that even mean? You what the son fuck? of a bitch! Would you uh, would you care to elaborate, glowy staff man? I was commanded here because Demacus only values a few things in Tarawan, and one of them is the wealth that this mountain provides. If this mountain stops providing for him, he may raise the entire continent. Uh, that, that seems like you're really shifting accountability. Like, if you don't do exactly what I want, you're forcing me to, to do horrible things. That doesn't really hold up as a philosophy. He's a god. What else could I do? Okay. Um, uh, hey, Cal. Can we kill Cal, him? Hey, Cal Durr. Um, so listen, I'm not from. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, thank you. I'm not from here, so I don't know what this like child king thinks he can do. But I'm from a land where we actually have tough fun motherfuckers. So how about you just give us everything back, and we don't have to have a fight, and we don't have to worry about your god or whatever. You see. You can make me suffer for a day. I'm already knocking an arrow. But Demacus can make me suffer I'm for all of eternity. It. Wait, hold up. Let me ask one thing. If we protect you from Demacus, will you pull your head out of your ass? <laughs> You're not close enough to fist bump, but just know it's waiting. Yeah, it's, it's a fist bump. You actually technically have to be within five feet. So. I know, that's why I said just know it's winning. That, that, that's on page 387 of the player's handbook. Is the fist bumping. <laughs> it's actually in Xanathar's. Yeah. Fist bumps cost yeah. one, one, uh, one, one bronze piece. It's a rogue thing. How would you protect me from a god? Well, frankly... We would just kill you, and then you would be protected. He's no, just a big old Mika. man child. Like, I don't know what I have to protect you from. Like, he's got, like, Play-Doh and some, some brick blocks, but what else, what else does... What can he do? Alright, group insight. insight. Nine. Sixteen. Sure. I rolled a twenty! I, I rolled a twenty! Damn, I'm so proud of all of you. Hey! So, Trax, you, uh, you look at him and you think he's full of shit, but, uh, Mika, Swanson, and Val, you all see behind his, uh, his very square jaw 
and in steely eyes, uh, a deep look of terror. This is a man who is cornered and afraid, and not of you. Austin, are you in love with Calder? I need to know. The documentary crew needs to know. He's certainly handsome. Okay. <clears throat> all right, so I'm looking at him. I'm looking in his eyes, and I'm just like, all right, I'm just trying to say here. Did he sink it with his hand? Or, oh, you're terrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, either way, like, now we know. Okay, so you're, you're, you're terrified of, of Democus. Now we know that. Cool. Uh, Democus is apparently very powerful. Now we know that also. We can still protect you. You want to know how I know that? How? Because we're the fucking guardians. <laughs> I wish that I could believe you. Well, I, I rolled a 21 for charisma save, so. What are you saving again? <laughs> what are you saving? <laughs> He's saving, saving him with his soul. charisma. Duh. Saving against him not believing us. That yeah, makes sense. see? There you go. Uh -huh. Thank you. Uh, he takes his staff and he raises it. World initiative. God damn it. Uh, All right, uh, Val and Swanson, who's got the higher decks? I think it's Val and I've got 15. I also have 15. Al Dewar actually rolled an 18. Oh, fuck. So, so he's gonna get to go first. After all that. Uh, and he, he looks at Mika. What? And he holds up the staff, and uh, he is going to cast Dominate Person. What? Uh, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> so, you know how we said we were gonna, like, not gut him? Oh, no. That yeah. is no longer on the table. Mika, we all agree with you. Yeah, we're all there. Let's, uh, give me that wisdom saving throw. Ten. That is, uh, that is not enough. No. Kaldur, uh, is now able to control you. You no longer have the ability to take your turn. Kaldur will do it for you. Oh, this ain't gonna end well. I Swanson, am it going is. to kill him. Apparently you're gonna kill us. Uh, okay. Swanson, it is your attack. I I see that, that Mika has like a weird look in her eyes. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, but. she like freezes up like a board. Well, yep, that's not good. All right, so stupid wizard staff, you son of a bitch. I'm coming at you. And I pull out my rapier and I, and I leap forward. Right, go ahead and roll your attack roll. 20. Uh, 20 is definitely gonna gonna hit. And roll for damage. You're All right, so hit. then I also have to roll my sneak attack, which is 2d6. That was a total of 15 damage. All right, uh, you take a swing at him with your rapier, uh, and because of your uh, swashbucklingness, you manage to get him right across the chest. Yeah, Valentine, it is your turn. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna uh, cast uh, dissonant whispers on him, so he gets to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 13, uh, and I'm gonna give a use a bonus action to give a bardic inspiration to Trax. Yes, thank you. All right, so it is, uh, it is Mika's turn, and uh, I will be taking Mika's turn for her. You're so fucked. Mika turns to Swanson. Yeah, I saw that coming. What? <laughs> and runs right up to Swanson. Um, ah, fuck. And gives a good hearty handshake. And gives a 
good, hearty dead X dough. Ah, uh, oh, shit. Miss, 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 miss. It's 12. My AC is 12. Yep, so that's gonna hit. Swanson, you take nine slashing damage. Oh, son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Um, I'm gonna use the diamond crystal as partial cover, move here, um, and then I'm going to use my longbow um, and my dread ambusher on Kelther. I'm gonna use my inspiration on that because that was only a nine. Anyway, uh, does 16? Will 16 work for me? Yeah, 16 will hit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want... Ah, oh, man. Okay. Fuck. So it's 10 and plus when I get to roll a d- 1d8 uh, because um, I'm really cool and I have my dread That's, that's not a damage roll. You pulled a Oh, stop. you're right. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but it clicks his damage time. Oh, I... Never mind. I know what I need to do. So 13 plus... That was a hefty blow. Caldera <laughs> definitely uh, doesn't, doesn't seem like he's doing too great. Can he make uh, that a uh, concentration save? That's a nat 20. He is okay. Oh, that Son of would have been enough damage otherwise, probably. He is rolling really well. Um, okay. So, Kaldur is up now. Uh, Kaldur is going to turn... Oh, no. Kaldur is going to cast Scorching Ray. Uh, Scorching Ray creates three rays of fire uh, hurled at targets within range. Uh, you can hurl them at one target or several. Make a ranged spell attack for each ray. Uh, on a hit, target takes 2d6 fire damage. Uh, and he's actually going to cast this at a higher level. He's going to cast this at 4th level. Uh, which means that that creates 2 additional... So, 5 balls of fire. So, I'm going to do 1 at a time. I don't know. Let's do that. Uh, Alright, so we're going to do 1 at Swanson. But uh, Okay, so a 15. Will that hit you, Swanson? Yes. Damn it. Alright. So that's ooh, 2d6. Oh, oh man, off. this is not going to go well. He's squishy, but he does damage, sorcerers. The glass cannon fires. All right. Uh, it's, that's seven damage to Swanson. Damn it. Swanson, how's your health looking? On the first one. Oh, it's, uh, it's not looking good. Second one's uh, a Swanson. That's a 25. I assume that's going to hit. You're throwing them all at me? You fucking ass. Well, he's got five and only three targets. That's another seven. So that's a total of 14. That's going to take you down, yeah? I'm so dead. you're up in here. Okay, real. Swanson uh, is now on the ground. Uh, Swanson is unconscious. Uh, that being said, uh, he's going to turn to uh, tracks. I have partial cover, you son of a bitch. Ooh, what's your what's your regular AC, Trax? 14 is regular. So that's a 19 now. That's okay. right, come at me. Alright, first roll is a 9 plus 7, 16. What was your original AC, 15? 14, so fuck, 14. tie goes to runner. Yep, that's gonna hit. Uh, okay, so that is going to do 8 damage. Oh shit, he's got 2 more. Uh, 11, that's gonna hit. 11 will not hit me. Wait, no, sorry, uh, it's it rolled an 11. Ugh. Okay, how so, much is, uh, so an how 18 much? is also going to hit. So uh, how much damage? But roll real shitty. That's just two damage. Okay. Uh, and then last one, he's going to turn towards Val. And he's going uh, to shoot one off towards Val. That's going to be a 23 to hit. Shit. Yeah, that'll do. And uh, that's also going to do two damage. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. There we go. Uh, and he uh, 
Maintains concentration. Uh, Swanson. Make he's your... unconscious. He's unconscious. Swanson, yeah, he's going to make a death saving throw here. Oh, right. Those things. Uh, well, here goes nothing, I guess. That's a six. Cool, <laughs> right, cool, cool, so cool. We have one. So, uh, uh, I one. coughed up a little blood there. Coughed only, up a little it, organ there. It's only a little. All right. Uh, Val, it is your turn. All right. So, I, I got a thing in mind. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to, to use my bonus action for my tumbling fool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to charge up diagonally mm-hmm. towards the diamond. Okay. I'm going to run up the diamond and push off using that momentum to vault over Kaldur. Uh, and while I'm over him, I'm going to use my action to drop Caltrops around him. So you're parkouring? Yeah, I'm 100% parkouring. I was thinking more like Mario Kart Double Dash. What a good game. <laughs> Jumping in front of him and throwing down the banana. But I'm going over him. Acrobatics? Uh, 12. That's not enough to cleanly jump over this guy from the diamond, because you got to make it... Ten, like the diamond is ten feet away from him. But he's throwing, so that gives him. Yeah, you can still throw the cow traps. You're just not going to get over him. You're going to land like next to him instead. Okay. Well, I'll just roll because I'm, I'm still disengaged from uh, from my tumbling pool. So you're going to roll. Which direction do you want? I'm just going to keep towards, rolling towards. Okay. Just keep rolling forward and like. You just do somersaults past <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. And he's like, shit. There's cow traps around me now. Yeah. He's a human tire. All right. So. Uh, as his friends are dying around him, so, uh, Valentine does a does flippy flips and throws caltrops all around. It is now Mika's turn. Don't fucking say that like it's actually my fucking turn. <laughs> and uh, Mika uh, looks around and and sees uh sees Valentine trying to pull some shit, and steps over Swanson's body. <laughs> Technically, Swanson's body is difficult terrain. Tech. Yeah. Just, just putting that out there. I'm good for something. It costs her double movement to step over his body. <laughs> All right. So she's grab- Oh, grab- no, at the one time your real Nazi thing comes into. I'm just gra- I'm grasping at straws here. Uh, the one time it's useful. All right. Uh, and uh, she's going to swing dead X, though. And I think the 20 going to hit you. Yes, it will. All right. And you're going to take 14 slashing damage. Ouch. Well, at least you guys know, you know, you can't take me in a fight, so... What, uh, what hit points are you at, Val? Uh, I'm at eight. Wait, yes, eight. It's, there we go. All right. Uh, Trax, it is your turn. He's he's looking worse for wear here. He's not doing great. All right. Is he bloodied? Against oh, my... he's way past bloodied. Against, my, against my better judgment, I'm going to use my bonus action to Hunter's Mark. Um... Continuing my half cover, I'm going to try to attack him with my longbow. And I'll probably miss because I'm being a bad person. Let's see. You must do what your heart tells you, of course. And never mind. It's a fucking 14. I just don't hit my life. <sighs> I'm sorry, everyone. I've let you down. Okay. I should have just fog clouded. Wait, it's so okay. I tracks, was that your only action? I think they, that's all I can do. They, did it, they used their bonus action for Hunter's Mark. Yeah, it's my bonus for Hunter's Mark. Oh, and Hunter's Mark only gave you the 1d6. There's nothing else there. Yeah. It does. Oh. It helps with damage, but that doesn't help if you miss. That is also... That's true. Welcome to the jungle. We've got fun games. I mean, you right. could move around another the diamond and get full cover, and then come back out when it's that's your turn. True. That's true. Okay, I'll do that. 
Are you doing that? You're getting full cover? Yeah, I'm gonna... Catch me now, bitch. So, because Trax's arrow missed, uh, Kaldur is actually not really paying attention to them, uh, and instead turns to Val. Kaldur uses Misty Step uh, to get to the far end of the big treasure pile, so Valley's about 30 feet away from you, and Trax, uh, he actually came is about 20 feet away from you, so he's now within line of sight of both of you. Uh, and he looks over at Val uh, and is going to use Polymorph. He's going to make me into a T-Rex, no. isn't he? No, he's going to make himself oh, into a no. T-Rex. I'd rather and, uh, be a T-Rex. Just all things considered, Austin, just putting it out there, should make me into a T-Rex. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw for oh, me. No. Oh, gonna my be a God. Ferret. You're going to be a ferret. As Valentine has shown many a time, he's very wise. 16. Kaldur's spell save is DC 15. Woo! Woo! You did it. Uh, for just a moment, you feel like a kitten. <laughs> and then you're like, nah, not right now. <laughs> Later, I didn't drink though. any brandy this morning. That's usually what it takes to make you feel like a kitten. And Kaldur, uh, uh, again, he clutches his side. He's definitely not doing well. Uh, Swanson, can you give me a death saving throw? <sighs> yeah. I rolled yeah. a five. So, uh, you know, now I'm just kind of shaking a little bit on the ground and more blood oh, no. comes out of my mouth. <laughs> My eyes are rolling into the back of my head. Tracks feels like the worst fucking gnome ever. <laughs> uh, Valentine, it is your turn. All right, so first things first, I'm going to cast Healing Word on my buddy, my pal, my friend. Hello, my baby. So, Hello, my darling. Are you... Because Mika is standing directly yeah, I know. between I you. I know. It means I don't get a tumbling fool to get away from, from her. I can do it the old-fashioned way. Wait, but isn't healing word you can do it from far away, so you could move it? I mean, I can do it? both, but it, I'm just saying it'd be more productive. The dash disengage would be more effective getting away from Mika as a bonus action, and then keep my action free. But I'm not, because I care yeah. about my buddy. Mm -hmm. uh, mm. I mean, I could stabilize him. I guess I would use my action either way. Would be uh, Swanson has four hit points is the, uh, the moral of that story. Nice. Okay, Welcome back. so cool. So I take a sharp breath and I sit up and I cough up blood and then sharp. I'm you like, oh god, I hurt. Uh, and then I'm going to use my action to disengage okay. uh, and dive behind the treasure pile and hope that it keeps me safe. All right, you move behind the treasure pile uh, and I'm going to give you half cover. Okay. Or three quarter cover. Okay. Fine. All right, uh, so Mika. Uh, it's uh, it's your turn. It's Calder's and turn. So what you're gonna do? Thank you. Sorry, it's Mika too fun to, to keep save. doing that. Oh man, Austin is sleeping on the couch tonight. It Noah, is. Yeah. True words. <laughs> All right. Uh, for it's those of you, for those couch, of you who don't know, couch. for those of you who don't know, uh, Mika and I are married. We're married. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so let's see what Mika's gonna do. Divorce uh, you, apparently. So, Mika is raging now. So, Mika is going to uh, turn to Swanson. Actually, no. Uh, Mika's, Mika's attention is on Val. Uh, and Mika is going to uh, take a few steps towards Val, which will actually... Uh, is a... Sorry. Mika's going to take a few steps towards Val, and Swanson, if you wanted to take an opportunity attack, this would be the time. If you want to take an opportunity attack on Mika. 
Do you, oh, Bill? Do God. you? Is this that is a thing a... you want to do? Like, <laughs> I cared about you getting gutted. No, I'm mostly just going to try to crawl away. <laughs> oh, no. So Mika walks over to, uh, is walking over towards Val. Okay, uh, so she's going to climb up over the treasure and is going to lift that axe dough. Uh, and I'm going to give you half cover on this. Because uh, she's like she's not throwing something ranged at you. She's literally on top right. of the treasure. And now. she has the high ground. Uh, she takes a swing, but it's uh, it's just a ten, so that's gonna swing wildly over your head. Okay. You, you are indeed kind of short. Yes. Mhm. This is a uh, thing that has been said about me. And that is uh, that's Mika's turn. Tracks, it is your turn. All right. Um, I'm gonna move over to the other side of the diamond so I can be closer to Swans. So on my next turn, I can heal him. But for now, I will be using my my bow, and hopefully, I can actually hit something. Um, that's gonna be a sixteen. That is gonna hit. Fuck yeah! And then I'm gonna do uh, nine damage, and I'm gonna add one d six because this is my quarry plus three, so that's gonna be a twelve to hit. I mean, no, twelve damage. Sorry. All right. I know how to play D and D, probably. So this has been a little bit of a, a messy fight. Uh, Valentine's hurt. Swanson's been down. Mika's uh, being controlled by Kaldur, and Trax, you turn to Kaldur and you draw your arrow back. And this, you declared him your quarry, and you take a shot, and it hits Ooh. true right in his chest. Oh yeah falls to the ground, dead. Beautiful. I do one of those things where you take your fist and you hit it twice on your chest and then you do like a peace sign and look up and like kind of kiss toward the sky. That's what I do. And then after I take a moment and think about pouring one out for the homies, I'm gonna go over and actually heal a homie. Okay, cool. Uh, and Mika, you are now free. Swanson, I hear you. I heal you for 10 because I used both of my last swap spells. Oh, bless you. Um, yeah, really so, did. I, 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 I loot him after chopping off his head. Oh, great, what'd you find? I light an arrow again and aim it back at the star to light it back to where it needs to be. I like where your head's at. Alright, uh, you, you light up the candle that sits atop the great star. Light it up. Uh, and you can up. see that the great star immediately, like, reflects the light you can see it bouncing around inside of uh inside of the giant diamond and immediately the room that you're in brightens up and it's it's brightly lit as if the sun were shining on it uh you can see through the diamond that the city below has also lit up so disco party yes Um, i love how edm mika has gotten i mean I'm holding a guy's head, so. Does EDM stand for like the, extreme the deathly mutilation or something? Extreme death machine. No, like yeah, I'm down to party. It's um, it's Mika's new band. Mm-hmm. Um, also, let's take the, all this treasure back to the people it belongs to because it can definitely I, was not his. Can I loot this motherfucker? Yeah, you can loot him, yeah. but the treasure goes back to the people belong to. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm just that sort of criminal. Get started. Yeah, no, it's fine. So as uh, as you all look around the room for things, um, uh, it let's see what exactly he's got. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, so on Caldera's body, uh, you find his spellbook, the Imperial Medallion, 
Uh, there's a potion of invisibility, and then there's an empty flask where you assume there's another one, because that's where he appeared from. Uh, there is a dagger laced with poison. Uh, and uh, in, uh, in the room, you also find a plus one longbow, a bag of holding, the staff of domination. And oh yeah! A ring of evasion. Okay, well the longbow is clearly mine. Can I get that dagger though? I'll take the staff. What are you doing with the staff? <laughs> You're not a magic user. What do you? What? It doesn't matter what I'm gonna do with it. <laughs> oh, this is. I snap the staff of domination in half and um, oh. put it in my back pocket. Oh shit. As you snap it and do that with a magic item. That's so poetic. It's, I think, uh, RP-wise, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to her and definitely take inspiration on that one, as well as tracks, tracks take inspiration for that magnificent kill. Um, so, Mika, I'm gonna let you do it. You, you snap the staff of domination in half, uh, and sort of a wave of dark energy, uh, emits from it and sort of shakes the room uh, and then disperses into nothing. Um, Perfect. The uh, the red crystal on it does look pretty cool, though. Oh, no, Ooh. that shit's mine. <laughs> Going in my 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 leathers. Okay. You know. Uh, just know that when you take the red crystal, Ancient there's a, there, it looks almost as if there's a shadow dancing inside of it. What the Dope. fuck? Dark please, magic. Please break that. I'm not afraid of that shit. Are you kidding me? I feel like someone's trapped in there. Roll a, they're uh, they're well, dumb, then. They're Mi- dumb. Mika, you're keeping it? Yes. Okay, cool. Can you, can you at least cover it up? It's kind of unnerving. Add that okay. to your uh, inventory, please. Oh, yeah. It's there. Uh, who's taking the ring of evasion? I think that's a bell. I mean, I, a backline. I mean, I'll take it, but, like, I don't get stabbed at that much. And then we got a second potion of invisibility. Hey, There's the if you don't want medallion. the item, I'll take the item. And actually, Swanson should have that item, frankly, if, we're, if you don't want it. Which? Ring of Evasion. The Ring of Evasion. Oh. I mean, I, I took the poison dagger because I thought it would come in handy being a being a rogue and all, but uh, that Ring of Evasion sounds nice as well. Right, but if Valentine doesn't want it, it's probably I mean, good I, for I your just, soft It's probably ass. better off in his hands because he yeah. gets stabbed a lot. And yeah. he can stand to be stabbed less this soft-ass wook over here. You know, I'm doing the best I can. Interesting. So, Val, you want the you want the potion of invisibility, then? Sure. Alright, it's all you, my dude. Alright, how's everyone feeling? Fucking awesome. I need to murder things. So, you all clear out the room, uh, and you leave the treasure, and uh, Trax, you said that you were gonna be Making sure that uh, the the dwarves get their treasure back, right? Yes. Okay, fantastic. To be fair, this so, treasure this might have just been where this treasure lived. Like this could have just they could have stored treasure up here for all we know. And this is just where it belongs, and they'll just they know it's here. Well, then I'll still be making sure it gets back to whoever's in charge of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I assume you all are going back down to the keep then. Yeah. Let's do it. As you work your way back down towards the tunnels and such, you enter the hearth, and the hearth looks like you've never seen it before. A great star from above uh, shines down like sunlight on the entire hearth, 
Um, and the, the whole place is this warm yellow color, a big contrast from the dark greens and blues you'd seen before. Uh, and you can see at the very top of the cavern, you work your way over to the keep, uh, and you're escorted in by a couple of wardens who have uh, very dark brown eyes, not blue eyes. Uh, and they, they walk you into the throne room, where on the throne sits Queen Ruby. Oh, shit. Uh, and Queen Ruby looks at you and uh, says, were you able to do it? I bow beneath the throne and hold up the medallion from the, the cow dumbass. Did you I, ask me for it? I take Wait, a bow and no, I hold no, up the his, tooth. his spear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his, his staff? No, 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 no. He, the yeah. necklace. I have the necklace. Karina has. I mean, uh, Mika has the the jewel from the staff. Oh, I see. There we go. And the broken staff. All right. Uh, so you present the imperial uh, medallion to Ruby, and Ruby looks at it and says, "The Empire did this." It was yeah. a emissary from. Yes, the Empire King did it. Demacus or. Whatever's yeah. coming up from here, I, you gotta. It was a sorcerer. Guys. It was a sorcerer sent by Demarcus. Demarcus was behind this. As oh, far yeah. as we know. I mean, that's what the dude outside said too. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. She, she you know, kind of like uh, looks down and thinks and says, "There's uh, there's much recovery to be done." No, I have many things to to consider now that I've become the queen. But this is this is a terrifying development, uh, and she she pulls out a, a small shield from next to the throne, and tracks. She hands it to you, and she says, "Take this to Alder Lightfoot of Ravenwood. She'll know what it means." I will do that. Thank you for trusting us with such a great task. I would reward you, but all of the wealth of this city is needed to, to put it back together and to feed the people. Um, but you should know that you can can call upon me at any time and I can, you know, you have the full strength of Red Mountain behind you. And you have ours. And my axe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have an axe, Swanson. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm a little delirious. I meant and my rapier. And she uh, she bows her head a bit, uh, and all the wardens uh, all take a bow. And you hear the Star Wars outro. <laughs> from Except we gave we gave her the medal instead, the other way around. Aha. Aha. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So that's uh, that's kind of the conclusion of this uh, this little. I'm not gonna Woo! call it an I'm not gonna call it an arc, but your first quest. There we go. We get to go back to Ravenwood. That's hot. <laughs> we are going to include a little bit of a little bit of an epilogue here to this particular quest. So uh, the four of you, victorious, uh, to take a feast with Ruby, Queen Ruby, and uh, you take a night to recover, and you you're well rested, and you journey back to Ravenwood. Uh, and as the four of you, well, you're still on the road. Oh. Uh, so Samuel is definitely back at uh, back at Ravenwood. Um, the four of you journey back to Ravenwood. Uh, you work your way down through the mountains and into the great valley of Tarawin. Uh, and one day, 
on the fifth day, as you walk through the Great Valley, all of you begin to feel a shuddering in the earth. And as you look down at the ground around you, the grass slowly turns to sand. As you try and look at each other and get each other's attention, everyone else appears to be just marching on ahead like they couldn't possibly see you. Each of you feels incredibly alone in this moment. And as the, as the grass begins to turn to sand, you look up and you see the ocean. Suddenly you're on the northern shores of Tarawan, looking out over the water. And an armada of ships approaches, all flying the imperial flag. As the ships approach, the sand around you begins to melt and the trees begin to light on fire, and the sky begins to blacken. And suddenly, you're walking in the valley again, as if nothing had ever happened. And suddenly, you hear a pulsing noise. And as this, uh, as this pulsing noise rises, you, you notice that it's coming from the orb in your bag. And uh, you pull out the orb, and you hear something. Whoa, uh, is this thing on? Oh, gosh. Uh, <clears throat> okay, there's uh, not a whole lot of time here, and I'm sure you have questions, but uh, just listen close, okay? So, we can use these orbs and symbols to communicate, but it's only one way right now until you get attuned. So, uh, I saw the same vision you probably just did. Yeah, that was... uh. I was real upsetting. And, well, uh, I need your help. See, things are moving faster than I thought, and, uh, heck. Okay, you need to find the floating tower. There's a Tabaxian Ravenwood who can help you get there. She'll be wearing a green cloak with a gold brooch. Oh, and make sure to bring... And the noise disappears. Uh, wait a minute. Come back. Make sure to bring what? <laughs> What the fuck just happened? Wait a second. Hold the phone. I'm laying down wait. on the ground. Wait. Wait. Uh, wait. Fuck. I, I feel know that. Sick. Hold on. The ground is safe. Hold on. Fuck. Okay. First of all, terrible leaving voice miles. Second, I know that cloaked person with the brooch. Well, who's the person? That person that the creepy voice is describing is Bria, someone I used to know way back when. Uh, part of my whole past with the whole, you know, smuggling people out of the Underdark that's been permanently closed and blah, 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 and, um... She's saying yeah. this like we knew all of this about her before. It's just me from, the, like, laying on the ground, like, referring <laughs> to everyone, like, going on. <laughs> okay, so the bottom line is, you know the person that the voice was describing. Yeah. So you'll know exactly who we're looking for, and we should yes. go find them right now. Hundred percent. Perfect, right. Swanson. That's let's let's get on that. But also, can we please talk about how weird that just was? Because oh my god, I... everyone tattooed hand high five right now. Yeah, <laughs> this fucking weird we story. have been assaulted. So uh, you all uh, you all high five, and your tattoos are glowing super bright. Uh, and uh, you continue on towards Ravenwood. That's uh, that's where we're gonna leave it for today. 
I I am excited to see what we do in the Same. next leg here. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. The uh, the world's gonna world's gonna open up a little bit now. You've sort of done your first quest, went to your first location, uh, and now uh, it's it's about to get a little deeper, a little bit more uh, story driven. Oof, we're about to uh, we're about to go deeper into the rabbit hole. Yes, indeed. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Danger Town episode ten. We would like to thank Jared Newman for the use of our theme song. To hear more of his music, check him out on SoundCloud under soundcloudcom Sound. Don't forget the sound part, or you'll just find a weird SoundCloud rapper. Thank you again to Thrag the Orc for our amazing art, which you can find on our website, DangerTownPodcast.com. Find us on most social medias. And remember, the best kind of an elemental is a gravy elemental. Bye! That elf. What? Not that either. Tabaxi. Cat. She's she's a cat person. Tabaxi. Dude. Okay. First of all, talk about bad communication. You said Tabaxi. I thought you just spelled taxi wrong. Second of all, (laughs) comma cat person, as in likes cats. Can we just? I can't get over that. Okay. Hold on, hold on. You lost me the fact that, that you thought he said she was a taxi and you were just cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> a whole race of people that just like cats is their only defining attribute.